happy Pride Month. I'm in a good mood. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Nope. Happy Pride Month. Didn't think so. How you doing, young lady? The feeling that you give me really drives me crazy. Let's go. I will play it on the show. I was at a local for the first time that we spoke. Y'all know what time it is. You might be the type of a I'll find out by the end of the night. The summer is upon us. It's here. aka sunshine aka maleficent <laughs> yo welcome 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 to the anything by everything podcast i can't tell y'all how much i have missed recording i've missed interacting with y'all on social media i have just you know missed uh getting my uh voice out there to y'all and having you know such wonderful feedback because my besties are amazing okay so uh first and for motherfucking most, happy Pride Month. Yes, it's June, bitch. Like, not only is it the start of the summer, but it is the start of, <laughs> it's, it's the start of the Pride Month. And and let me tell you something, the girls, the gays, and the days are going to be getting into some shit in 2021. I'm already knowing, okay? Um, so speaking of the girls, the gays, and the, and the days, shout out to them. Uh, listen, enjoy your time. And I hope, uh, please be safe if you're attending any, pride events because people have been acting a fucking fool. Like, I don't know what's happening if people just don't know how to have fun anymore, but it seems like a lot of the straight functions are getting shot the fuck up. So hopefully that won't be the case at any of the, um, you know, uh, any of the pride functions. Cause I, you know, I just, my heart can't, just can't take. So um, shout out to the besties in the various markets, okay? So I see here that I've had some uh, listenership in Atlanta and Gainesville, Georgia, okay? Atlanta, all right. Um, uh, the Bronx and Brooklyn, New York, Los Angeles, California, uh, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, hey, boo. So I see you in the South and a couple other uh, places on, on the SoundCloud app, okay? <laughs> Um, shout out to the international listenership. Uh, I see Germany, Portugal, Japan, Belgium, some other places. So listen, you guys are much appreciated. Um, I know I was getting some flack. Okay. Oh, and I can't forget New York. I can't, I cannot forget my booze in New York. I love you guys so much. So, um, um, and I'm sure, you know what, and I can't forget the state I'm in, of course, Florida, because I've definitely had some, some listenership here as well. And you are much appreciated. Your girl had to take some time to herself 
to regroup, to get her energy together because the energy was at an all time low. <laughs> and what I didn't want to do is come in here and pr produce something that was below mid and, you know, give it to y'all to chew on and know that it wasn't my best product or, um, that I wasn't, you know, being my most authentic self. And so I just really needed, you know, to take a couple days to myself and get some sleep. That's <laughs> really what I'm not, I'm not even going to lie to you. I needed to get some rest because whew, the earth is just ghetto. Okay. <laughs> like it is literally just the ghettoest of the ghetto. So with that being said, listen, shout out to the new besties. If you're new with us, you know, leave us a little heart underneath the, um, you know, underneath, underneath the, uh, uh, comments there, uh, which in whatever app that you're listening in. So, um, you know, we know that you're, you're new and that you're enjoying yourself. Okay. Be sure to follow us on IG at anything about everything pod. Okay. If you have any questions for us, go ahead and uh, shoot us an email at anything about everything pod at gmail.com. So let's go on ahead and get into it, you know, because we know what we're here for to drink, to listen to music and have fun and, you know, talk some shit. So that's what we finna do. Um, so the drink of the pod is, you know, my staple. It really is. This is a, this is my staple. It's a mimosa, it's a, it's a mimosa with peach juice. I've heard it's called a Bellini, but you know, whatever I call it a mimosa. I don't give a fuck. So a mimosa with some peach juice, you know, it's old faithful. It's giving summertime vibes. It's giving, you know, on a beach, even though I'm not on a beach, I'm in an office. Um, it's, it's giving, you know, fruity vibes It's giving rich bitch shit. So even though I'm not rich, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's giving what it needs to give. Okay. So with that being said, we'll be right back with the songs of the pod. Hey, so we're right back with the songs of the pod. So to be honest, I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. I ain't even been listening to no new music, not really. Um, so this is about to be some little old stuff. It's like you know, some album cuts, maybe some shit y'all ain't never heard of. But you know, it's gonna be whatever. <laughs> it's gonna give what it needs to give, okay? So the first song of the pod this week is Migos with too much jewelry. I was gonna put straightening on there, but I was like, nah, I don't feel like doing that. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into it. I like the vibe and it's kind of eerie. I'm about to watch the conjuring tonight, so you know, it's gonna it's gonna do what it needs to do. Okay. Today. This is my shit right here. Let everybody else have fun with your name, man. 
And it wet like willing Tell the cheese they feelin' Bad and she with it But I won't give her a penny Tryna go to pick a dealin' Road girls got dwellin' Oh, what a beautiful feeling I'ma let you get the One day I'ma get visual Not today, bitch, but one day That was my own decision Speed racing in the Lamborghini Y'all the money for the engine For an eight, on top of eight at your bowl Drink your pink with my vision Turn the cake, count it before I do shows I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, um, you know, as an older uh, student of hip-hop, I wasn't a fan of the Migos when they first came out, but as I've gotten, I don't know, I don't know what it is, they just grew on me, like a fungus or something, they just grew, because I can't get enough of them, like, it's, it's ridiculous, but as I was saying when the song was playing, listen, if you're gonna come in and fuck up the fun, listen, please stay home. Okay, let everybody else have that fucking fun. We done already had to contend with the Rona. We done had to contend with Trump. We done had to contend with stupid ass Karens and shit out in the street. Listen, nigga, if you trying to go in, uh, go in the function with a, with a pistol and fuck up the fun, please just stay home. Okay, do us all a favor, bitch, because you're not wanted there. I said what I said. At me, nigga. Okay, so... <laughs> Listen, with that being said, we're going to move right along to the next song of the pod. So this next song of the pod, I'm not even going to hold you. This is me really fiending for some new Kendrick Lamar. That's what it is. Okay. Um, this is new old Kendrick. It ain't even new. It's just old. <laughs> Shit came out in 2018. But I mean, I'm, I mean, I feel like if you're, if you're not a Kendrick fan, you probably never heard this because it's, it's not on his shit this is uh, off of uh j-rock's um project but it's uh j-rock featuring kendrick kendrick lamar with wow the wow freestyle and this was this I, I, this is something that i listen to all the time i'm not even gonna talk i'm not even gonna hold you Yeah. Oh, it's Hannah, yeah. yeah. We don't politic. Money clip. Like it's 
fashion, yeah. Me and Rocco back lights, flipping mattresses. Me and Rocco back lights, knocking addresses. Cap on, cap on, drum hole 30, no add on. Little man, man, I don't wanna go back. I love this video. Right when you back on, you ain't no man, you mouse in a rat hole. I don't bend, no stack, that's factual. Can't I? Bend on this shit. Fuck your plan, I'ma burn that castle. I love that song. I don't. I don't know what it is about. Maybe it's the contrast of flows. Um, listen, J Rock and K Dot was just. They were just spitting on that shit. Uh, to me, that's like West Coast all day. Like even the vibe is just. Oh my god, my blood is like pumping right now. It's ridiculous. So, anyways, with that being said, listen, that was uh, J Rock and Kendrick Lamar with the Wild Freestyle. Um, you know, of course. Me being who I am, I'm gonna have to slow it down just because I have to, you know, because I want to, <laughs> and because you know, I like variety. All right, at the end of the day, listen, you're gonna get, yeah, you're gonna get different here. So, uh, I came across this song on uh, Instagram actually by Giveon. And if you're not up on Giveon, I don't know what you're doing with your life, especially if you're an RB head like I am, because. Listen, his voice, his tone, his pitch, everything is just different. Like it's it's unlike anything I've ever heard before. And he also he always puts out um, videos of him singing live, so it's like you know that this is his natural tone. That is just it has like a it almost feels like his vocal cords are too big for his throat. And that that sounds weird, but it sound it, it just sounds like something is enlarged, and it makes it it gives this very unique sound, this very unique tone. And he has some, he has a lot of beautiful vocal control um, over his voice. So anyways, this song is called All of Me and um, it's giving side nigga vibes. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> uh, so listen, uh, husbands and main partners, please don't be looking at your wives crazy or your partners crazy um, because I'm sure they're, you know, they're in love with you and they're, and they're doing fine. But this is giving side nigga vibes. You know. I mean, he's just there to play his position at the end of the day. You know. Cause you're Lay it down, it's just us. You lost your touch. 
uh, Cuban Link is all all up in her feelings with her little young self, and it's like, girl, you can sit down somewhere too, okay? <laughs> like, okay, just be easy, boo. He's with you. Just understand he's with you. There's nothing worse than an insecure person, and that's man or woman. I'm not gonna lie, okay? So even the fact that she just felt the need to take the social media and say anything about this, when Fifty Cent is clearly happy with you, girl, you won. <laughs> girl, you won. It's not that important, boo. Just understand that he had a life before you, before your little young 20-something-year-old, but, and understand that he loved and, and that she loved him and it didn't work out. And, you know, it's fine. But just, I mean, you responding to this just kind of, to me, makes it seem like you're threatened. And when you shouldn't be, there is, there is no threat there. He posts you all the time. You guys seem, you know, I, of course I'm not in your life, but you guys seem very, very happy. He speaks about you all the time. Like you post about him. You guys have the cutest relationship. So it's like, girl, who cares? Like, okay. Oh, some, one of his exes said he was the love of his life. I'd have been like, sucks to be you, boo. I'm happy. <laughs> your losses, <laughs> to be honest. That's how I would have seen it. But, you know, that's just me. Maybe I'm just petty. And then Diddy. So after, <laughs> after Vivica Fox said what she said, I guess Diddy said, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and shoot my shot. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and let it be known that Tamara, you know, J-Lo was my whole vibe. Okay. And since J-Lo giving, you know, attention to the exes since Ben, done, you know, got his, Hat and ring, I might as well throw mine in there too. This is, uh, I cannot with this. When he posted that picture talking about uh, TBT, I said, Jesus, take me now because I can't do it. Like, this is too much. And I know J-Lo was somewhere saying, not today, Satan. Not today. Okay. <laughs> I cannot. Like, I mean, and, and shout out to her for even getting on uh, the Zoom with him and doing the little fun little salsa date. And then she's like, I taught you that, which this, uh, that was giving a lot. That was, I don't know what it was giving. It was, it, well, I guess auntie and uncle vibes, but it was like auntie and uncle vibes that they just like have to be in the same room with each other, but they don't really want to be, but they're going to interact with each other and they know they're never going to get back together, but they might as well have fun anyway. That's what it said to me. Okay, they know everybody loved them as a couple, but they at the same time were like, listen, <laughs> it's never going to happen again. Okay, boo. Um, you know, astrologically speaking, I've been watching a lot of uh, astrology videos on TikTok and it's really fucking with my brain. So <laughs> uh, astrologically speaking, um, J-Lo is a Leo and Diddy is a Scorpio. Now, I don't know if you if y'all have uh, you know uh, interacted with a lot of couples who are Leo Leo Scorpio couples, but I have, and let me tell you, it never worked. I mean, if you know somebody, please inbox me because I would love to know how. <laughs> okay, so um, you know, there's uh, for me, it's like there's just too much passion there, and then somebody ends up trying to stab somebody. That's usually how that how that works. So you know, it is what it is. So with anyways, with, with that being said, 
I hope everybody lives through this Mercury retrograde and makes it out alive because listen, it's digging up the past. It's digging up shit that it, that it needs, that needs to stay hidden or out of the fucking way, or just that never needs to surface because it was, it it's already dead and in the ground. Like I really hope that everybody makes it out alive. So, you know, moving on. Oh boy. So Monique, 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 um, wonderful stand-up comic, uh, wonderful actress, uh, thespian, if you will. Um, she got, she landed herself in a bit of hot water for, um, uh, essentially not minding her business. Okay. Um, so if you know anything about this generation, and, and really, I feel like this is a generation issue, a generational issue. This is why I say this. Okay. But if you know anything about millennials and zennials, most of them are huge proponents, especially black Twitter, huge, huge proponents of minding your own fucking business. This is why so many, this is why the name Karen has literally dropped in fucking popularity because nobody wants to be associated with a bitch who can't mind her own business. Okay. Monique, you about to make it, you about to make Monique next. Okay. So, um, Monique got her tail on, on Beyonce's internet and said, you know, I'm sick of seeing the bonnets and the slippers, you know down to the Walmart and down to the airport and y'all look homeless and all this kind of shit. You bitches, you know, could never, she didn't say it like that, but she might as well had. <laughs> okay. She tried to deliver it in a sweet way and I will, I will at least give her that. But, um, you know, sometimes the message is just not wanted or needed really, because here's the thing. <sighs> Monique comes from a time and she was probably raised like oh, raised by a, a baby boomer, which I was. And so this is why I feel like I can speak to this. Baby boomers um, and even some uh, peoples in Generation X were all about assimilation, right? Um, and that's early Generation X, so more on, you know, that side of the house. All about assimilation, Okay, and when we're saying when we're talking about assimilation to whom we mean assimilation to uh, society at large, the majority, i.e., uh, Caucasian aesthetic, European standards of beauty or uh, presentation, and what and really trying to present an aesthetic that was deemed uh, acceptable in white society. Okay, if you look back. <laughs> Even wearing an afro in the 70s was considered was considered a political statement. Why? Because it was against the status quo. Those who wanted to assimilate straighten and straighten their hair. Now it's more about what the fuck you want to do with your hair. Okay. This generation is millennials and zennials specifically, and generation what Zers and all that kind of stuff. They're legitimately almost militant about doing what the fuck they want to do. Okay. And when they want to do it and ain't going to apologize for doing it. We're talking about the same generation that has pretty much made the two weeks notice damn near obsolete, especially in corporate America. We're talking about the same generation that has literally said, I don't give a fuck how long we've been married, bitch. If I'm not happy, I'm out. Kids or not. 
Okay, we're talking about the same generation that has said, listen, I know what y'all have been taught, but that ain't what the fuck I feel. What I feel is blue hair is professional. You ain't gonna tell me shit else, okay? So you expected to get up on Beyonce's internet and say, listen, listen, let's present ourselves, you know, with the best foot forward. And of course, you know, millennials and generation, uh, the gen and the zennials were like, to whom, sis? Who are we presenting ourselves to? At the fucking airport. What are you talking about? I'm trying to get from point A to point B. Bitch, I'm not on a job interview. What the fuck? You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. There are some people like myself, I don't really like to step out of the house not looking like something. Okay. I don't particularly like that. But that's me. My, that's my prerogative. That's my preference. I don't give a fuck about what anybody else does. If you're comfortable going to Walmart in a bonnet, bitch, that's your business. Okay. If you're comfortable going to the Starbucks, you know, in, in some, in some furry slippers, that's your business. I don't know what you're going through. And I also think that she was, um, not necessarily sensitive to the fact that we just, we are li- out here living in a whole ass pan pandemic, a whole ass panorama. Okay. Motherfuckers are literally, you know, trying to stay afloat. They're dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with student loan debt. They're dealing with depression. You don't know what the fuck people are going through and you expect them to be like, Oh yeah, girl, let me just, let me put on my best foot forward going down to the airport. Bitch, people are happy to be able to fucking travel. You don't know where, I mean, some people are, you don't know where the fuck people are going. They could be going to bury their fucking meemaw. Like, are you serious right now, girl? How about you mind your business? Cause nobody asked you for this girl. And I really, every time, and I'm going to just, I'm going to say this and I'm going to step off of it. But every time Monique faces forward in a fucking camera, it's like bad news. Like who's telling her to say this shit? Like, oh, seriously with the Netflix shit, with the whole like gender bias shit. Like what I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, that, uh, Entertainment doesn't have its uh, its problems and that there aren't issues regarding gender bias as it pertains to pay and all that good stuff. But girl, every, it seems like every time she steps face front in front of a fucking camera phone, it's a bad idea. And I just wish somebody would stop her, okay? So, Monique, please do better. And to say that dumb shit in a fucking house coat, girl, bye. Anyways... We're going to move on. So Simone Biles with her queenly self. I mean, like, it seems like women in sports this, this, these past two weeks, people have just been coming for them. And I just, I just need y'all to sit the fuck down. So Simone Biles was penalized because she performed a move that was just quote unquote too hard for her fucking competition. Bitch, what the fuck that got to do with them? I would like to know. So you mean to tell me? That she got penalized because she did something that nobody else could do. That's like saying, oh my God, you, you, uh, what's it called? You ran so fast. You, you made an, a whole, a whole ass world record, but you know what? We're going to fine you $10,000 because you shouldn't be running that fast. What the fuck? Are you serious? I, I mean, I'm, I'm just not understanding. It's a white fragility for me. Okay. I'm sorry. It's the, it's the fragility for me. 
I'm, <laughs> it was the Yurchenko double pike vault. Okay, is the vault is the move that um, she performed that was deemed too dangerous for the rest of her counterparts? Listen, you don't. Nobody's telling you to fucking do the move. <laughs> okay, if you can't do the move, then you can't do the move. But what they're saying is, you black queen, um, you shouldn't be able to do the move, and to do the move against your competition is unfair because they can't do it too. Fuck them. What? Simone is blessed, honey, and highly favored. So, you know what? A pox on your houses, bitch. <laughs> okay? A pox on your motherfucking houses. If y'all don't get this shit together, it's not. It's it's going to be a pox on your houses for the rest of the year. Maybe the rest of your lives. Because this is some bullshit. Because let me tell you something. That little four foot eight queen should be able to do whatever the fuck move she wants to. And y'all should have to score it accordingly. Okay? I said what I said. Moving on to uh, Naomi Osaka. Listen, she said what she said. She said, listen, my mental health was suffering. I couldn't focus. Y'all want to make me do these stupid ass interviews. Y'all pitching me these soft, softball ass questions. Asking me to speak in Japanese, which ugh, racist. Okay. Knowing damn well that she's not comfortable speaking in Japanese. She's already told y'all hoes and y'all want to get, y'all want to make her speak in Japanese anyway. It's annoying. Okay, so what she said was, hey, listen, I'm not going to show up to the first uh, interview. They find her $15,000, and this was at the French Open. So they find her, they, they find the dolls $15,000, and she was like, you know what? I don't even need y'all money. Here, y'all can have your little funky ass 15 grand, and uh, you know what? I'm going to bow out gracefully because I don't need, I don't even need this shit, and I applaud you, queen. I do. Protect your mental health first, and if you didn't feel right about um, you know, going in front of the cameras and, and answering their fuck ass questions, then don't do it, boo. Then don't do it. Um, you know, I think that a lot of people don't really understand that she is new to this space of being, you know, basically ranked the number two player in the world. Um, a favor to win these Grand Slam tournaments. She is fairly young. Her first Grand Slam was played against arguably the greatest tennis player of all time, Serena Williams, where she beat her. Um, and it wasn't even a great experience because everybody booed her when she won, when she beat Serena. So the fact that y'all can sit up here and dog this woman out like this, when she's saying, hey, listen, I'm, I have, I, I'm suffering from anxiety. I'm not feeling well. Y'all getting on my nerves. <laughs> like, uh, I need to take some time out for me. You know what I mean? Like, and everybody's giving her flack for it. I say, queen, listen, we're on your side. Fuck you. Fuck all y'all that have something to say about her taking time out for her mental health. Because at the end of the day, when the when the lights go out and the cameras aren't there and it's just her by herself and she has to mull over these fuck-ass questions that y'all have asked her in her head and wondering if she's answered them right and she can't even focus on tennis anyway. She has nobody to fucking, you know, really... Nobody can really understand what she's going through except another champion. And she has to be able to look at herself in the mirror and know that she's doing right by herself at the end of the day. She has to be able to 
say, you know what? I did what was right for me. And what, if what was right for her was pulling out of the French open, then that's what was right for her. Period. And I love what Venus had to say on the subject. She's like, listen, at the end of the day, none of y'all hoes can hold a fucking candle to me, bitch. And that's, it is what it is. I said what I said. And the thing about it is, is y'all can't say nothing because you know she right. Hmm. That part. She said what she said. I have a lot to say today. <laughs> um, okay. Last but not least. And this is going to be real, real quick. Mitch McConnell and the rest of the GOP, y'all need to suck my taint with this whole, like, blocking of a legitimate um, investigation into the insurrection that took place on January 6th. Y'all can suck my taint on this one. And I mean that. The reason why I say this is because if, if, if had it been a Democrat, Y'all would have, y'all would be screaming from the rooftop, bloody murder. You'd be, I mean, you would be laid out on the White House lawn, honey, talking about, we need an investigation. And how you know is you can look back to fucking Benghazi and how they put uh, the then Senator, uh, Secretary of State, Senator Hillary, um, Hillary Clinton, the fucking mayhem they put her through. Which, you know, people want us to know what the fuck happened. So it is what it is. You're you're in a, a position of power that you're you're the one that's gotta answer the mail. It is what it is. But y'all put that woman through hell. And y'all put the uh, and y'all put the rest of the fucking cabinet through hell. Y'all put this fucking Congress through hell. Everybody wanted to fucking dig into the weeds, emails, phone calls, when 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 did people know and when how, how who knew, when did they know and and, and who did they tell? Okay. Well then why can't we get the same due diligence with a literal fucking insurrection that happened in the Capitol <laughs> like on, on, on United States soil? I, I, I don't care if there were fucking Donald Trump supporters. I don't care. Y'all are showing your hands, GOP. And it's not, and, and they're looking real dirty. Okay? Because... I'm going to just, I'm going to say this and I'm going to get off of it. But, um, you know, had it been a Democrat, y'all would be like, oh, what's the problem with an investigation? You got something to hide? <laughs> you know, because only guilty people don't want an investigation. Right? That's all I'm going to say on that. That's all I'm going to say on that. And so with that being said, y'all need to really start looking at y'all senators um, these government officials, public officials, um, not just the public officials, but the local, state, local uh, legislation, and really dig into the weeds about who these people are because some of these people, straight up dirty, dirt balls, literal dust bunnies, and they're letting it show, and it's disgusting because these are elected officials that are supposed to be going about the business of caring for the United States public. But instead, they're worried about their own personal interest. And it's foul because they are paid by taxpayer money and elected by taxpayers. Or so we think. That's all I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sometimes the powers that be wield a whole lot of power. Okay? That part. 
catch. And if you don't believe me, check out the new uh, voter suppression laws that just got passed in certain states. Hmm. With that being said, we'll be right on back with the value-added conversation. If you're enjoying any part of the show, be sure to like, share, subscribe, and download this podcast wherever you consume your podcast content. And now, let's get back to the show. All right. So we are back with the value-added conversation. So I just wanted to go over a couple things um, this evening, okay? Um, This week, I'd like to talk a little bit about anxiety, Um, specifically an anxiety attack and just generalized anxiety um, as a whole, I guess, or not as, as a diagnosis. So an anxiety attack... Uh, usually involves a fear of some specific occurrences or problems that could happen. Okay, so a lot of times it's something that is not necessarily, uh, you know, an inevitability, but a probability, which are two very, very different things. Symptoms include worry, restlessness, and possible physical symptoms such as changes in heart rate, sweaty palms, headache, nausea, etc., etc. Anxiety uh, itself is different from a panic attack, but it can occur as a part of an anxiety um, or panic disorder. So the reason why I wanted to kind of address this is, A, we are coming on the crux. Uh, well, we just ended Mental Health Awareness Month and... Um, I feel like a lot of people are are experiencing um, feeling anxious about something, or you know, they're experiencing anxiety in a in a different way. I mean, we've been locked up in our houses, and um, you know, not necessarily forced, but told to maneuver through society in a different in a in a prescribed way because of a deadly virus. Um, you know, COVID-19. So going out in public spaces can give you a, a sense of anxiety. I mean, I'm not just talking about the grocery store or, you know, your local hardware store or what have you. I'm talking about going to a concert, you know, or going to a movie theater, you know, things that felt very normal early 2020 in, in, in January of 2020. Right, which seems like a lifetime ago when you think about it, but in the grand scheme of things, isn't that long? Isn't that long ago? So, with that being said, the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I feel like everyone should go to therapy. Um, some people may require more therapy than others but in the grand scheme of things i feel like everyone could benefit from it even if you are living a quote-unquote normal which what the fuck is normal anyway but even if you're living in a normal suburban um you know heterosexual heteronormative you know 2.5 kids and a dog type of life Right. Even if you're living that type of life, you could benefit from therapy. But if you are someone who is also, let's say you're living in a, 
uh, urban, a more metropolitan area uh, where there's a lot of hustle and bustle. You got to navigate a lot of personalities. You got to, you know, navigate public transportation. God, Um, you could probably, and navigating, you know, different cultures or dealing with um, some generational trauma or something like that, you could really benefit from therapy. So I wanted to bring this up because a lot of people are, are suffering from anxiety and they don't know that they're suffering from anxiety. So just to recap, um, I want to go over a few different um, uh, symptoms um, where that generalized anxiety disorder can manifest itself. So feeling restless or on edge. I don't know about you, but that fits me. (laughs) Um, Excuse me. Feeling fatigued often, literally just yawned. Um, Difficulty focusing. Irritability, excessive feelings of worry or difficult to control. That are difficult to control. Difficulty with sleeping. All those are symptoms of anxiety. And so a lot of people think that anxiety is just like, oh my God, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. No, sometimes it's just, you just can't let yourself slow down. So if you fall into those categories, you may want to look at, um, you know, seeking out some behavioral cognitive therapy. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. So with that being said, We'll be right back with the You've Got Mail segment. Remember to submit your questions to anythingabouteverythingpod at gmail.com. That's anythingabouteverything, all one word, at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the show. All right, we're back with the You've Got Mail segment. I feel like this is, this could be a short podcast, but I don't know. (laughs) You know, we could, we could crest an hour, we could not. You know, we'll see how it goes. So uh, we got we have one uh, letter this week and it's it's interesting. So it says, "Hey AAE, uh, so I'm a new listener, so please don't go in on me too much. No promises. Um, I love your podcast, and I'm really just trying to understand some things. We have entered the month of June, which is Gay Pride Month. My honest question is, what is the point?" Okay, you're gay, so what? Who cares? Is there a need for Pride Month? Because I honestly don't understand. Again, please don't go in on me too hard. Thanks. I'm going to give you a pseudonym. Okay, let's go with... I've been doing a lot of Harry Potter research. Professor Lupin. All right, Professor Lupin. Listen. Um, the, the short answer is yes, there is a need. And I'll tell you why. The need is for the people in the community, really, um, that want to celebrate their their time. Okay, um, a lot. Even though we are still in 2021, there are people who are who have still been ostracized for them for, um, from their families, that have still been kicked out of their homes that have still been cast aside by society simply because they identify as falling somewhere on the the spectrum of the LGBTQIA plus community, okay? Uh, Whether that's bisexual, whether that's intersex, whether that's pansex, whether that's 
anything, right? Um, yes, there are uh, members of the LGBTQIA plus who are heteronormative passing individuals, right? So if you looked at them, you would see, huh, a regular looking person, I guess, whatever the fuck that is. You know, they've got on their Birkenstocks and their cargo shorts and they've got, you know, their uh, regular shit on and they're fine, but, um, or, or, or whatever. But then you have some people who don't necessarily fall into those categories and, and, um, you know, they, they are penalized for it. They want to be able to celebrate themselves and whether or not you get it is really none of your concern. It's really, it, it really is irrelevant to be honest with you. If I'm being frank with you, um, these uh, the members of the LGBTQIA plus community have been, uh, oppressed. There was a time when you could be arrested. I mean, there are not, not, let me just not say there was a time in certain countries, you can still be arrested and or killed for being gay or for being lesbian or for being trans and X, Y, and so on and so forth, or being considered out of the norm. Right? So yes, there is a need for representation for pride and however you in in whoever you love and however you love okay um because the way many many gay people see it are not just gays not just lesbians not just bi's not just intersex i mean not just anybody that's on the spectrum a lot of people feel like they were born a certain way like for me I feel like I have always been attracted to, uh, intelligence. Okay. I, I, I've always been attracted to the person. So for me, I'm starting to really figure out my own sexuality and I'm understanding that that is not necessarily beholden to heteronormative, um, you know, standards. Okay. So though the majority of the people that I have been attracted to have been men, you know, there have been one or two women that have been sprinkled in there. It's not, um, it's, it's not, uh, a norm for me, but it does happen. Okay. And really what real, what it really means is I'm attracted to the person, but when I'm attracted to the person, I'm really attracted to them. I'm also attracted to the intelligence. I'm almost a sapiosexual. So there's, I mean, there's, there's that too. But again, all we're saying is we're giving language to, um, how we feel about, um, you know, our feelings. Okay. And identifying those feelings and being able to say, Hey, listen, this is, this is how I identify. I'm, I'm identifying these things within me. And, you know, it's nothing to be afraid about or ashamed about or anything like that. It's just who I am. It's how I feel. It's, it's, it's how I came out the womb, right? Y'all care so much about that. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, with that being said, I'm trying not to go in on you because I just don't understand why, you know, um, why it's even a question. Cause for me, the question, it's almost like saying, you know, well, what's the point of fucking black history month? The point is it's needed because most people don't even know that, you know, gay pride liberation started with Marsha P Johnson and, uh, you know, 
um, God, I can't even think of her name. I know her last name was Rivera, but let me look this up because I know it started at Stonewall, but I want to give credit where it's due. Okay. Because a lot of people don't really understand that, you know, it was black trans women that started the, the movement in the, in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera. Okay. We speak your name, sisters. And though I'm a cis heterosexual, cis pansexual woman, um, we thank you for all that you've done for the community because had you not, you know, stood up to those motherfuckers that were in the bar that night and said, you know what, we tire, enough is enough, then God knows where we would be in this world. So I, I thank God for people who are willing to stand up and say, you know what, fuck what you think. I am who I am and this is who I am, okay? God made me this way and you know what, or God, the universe, whoever, I came out this way and this is who I am. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck what you think. I do what I want to do. All right. So with that being said, listen, uh, Professor Lupin. Yes. Yes. It, there, it's necessary. And it's a big deal because for, for the longest time, people had to hide in the shadows. And whether you whether or not you believe it, there are people who are still hiding in the shadows. And they're, they're, uh, they're quote unquote... It's not even that it's dirt, but their real self, their shadow side, the the part of them that they try to keep hidden is coming to light. Hi, Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Anyways, so with that being said, boo, we're going to move on to the Wine About It segment. All right. Welcome to the Wine About It segment. I'm going to try to keep it as... I'm going to try to keep it short. I am. But I have a lot to whine about. First of all, this week, I was just tired. I was. I was exhausted. This, these past two weeks, I don't know what it is. It's probably work. It's, pro it's, a, it's a mixture of work school. I have a lot on my mind. And um, yeah, I, I just, there are times when I've, I've come home and I've taken off my work clothes and I've literally just been like, listen, I'm going to eat. I'm going to put my hair up and I'm going to lay on this couch and I'm not going to move for a significant amount of time. And um, I needed that time. And then I realized this week why I needed that time. And it's because I have to interact with people uh, on not necessarily a daily basis because I love my coworkers, but I have to interact with people sometimes that are less than desirable um, as far as if I would want to interact with them on my own. So I had ha I have a weekly meeting with somebody that I hate <laughs> having to talk to her. I really do because um, she makes ignorant statements and it really bothers me. It really does. Because I feel like they're rooted in racism, steeped in classism. Um, they're intolerant. And honestly, I don't know what to do about it. This is why this is why I had that that uh that episode. That's why I did that episode that one time about who's HR for HR. It's shit like this, right? 
because I work in the HR space and, um, you know, there are certain people who I feel like they should know better because they work in the HR space, but in the, in reality, they're wolves in sheep's clothing. So, um, I work in HR for a retailer, basically, um, I have to meet with a a person on my team who is a division rep. And so, you know, we have our call. I was trying to get off the phone with her because I already know that I don't want to talk to her. Like, I don't want to talk to her because I know eventually the Fox News is going to come out. Like, eventually fucking Sean Hannity is just going to fucking, like, it's going to be like an exorcist. He's just going to come up through her mouth like that demon in fucking uh, what, Constantine. And he's just going to racism. It's just going to, that's, that's what's going to happen, right? So I'm like, okay, all right, okay. We're talking about work. And she's like, listen, you know, you've got a great candidate flow. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's, it's nice. I'm blessed. And she's like, yeah, you know, some of the other places, you know, they don't have great candidate flow. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's unfortunate, you know, um, that there are some other places within uh, the division where uh, the candidates are just not, you know, flowing into, the, you know, in as we would like. And she's like, yeah, no, but, but there are other there are other um, places within the division. They have candidate flow. It's just the candidates suck. And, and basically what she said it's not basically because this is what she said. Those people don't even deserve a job. And when she said that, I said, what? <laughs> like, a, 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 a bacon powder? Like, I beg your pardon. Like, a what? And she's like, I'm just saying, like, you know, for I, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm, I, they just, to me, they don't deserve to work. And I could not get off the phone faster, fast enough. I thought I was in the twilight zone. I thought I was being tested. I was like, is this fucking, is this a glitch in the matrix? Like, what the, is it, am I being punked right now? Like, what? And, and I could feel a, a, a debate coming up in my, in my throat. And I was like, I don't think that's the right thing to say. Like, it was just like, what the fuck do you mean? They don't deserve to work. Mind you, this is the same person that said that, uh, you know, Oh, I'm sorry, but George Floyd just wasn't a good person. Like, this is the same bitch that said that. So I'm like, okay, so let me get this straight. You want people to pull themselves up by the bootstraps, but you also are saying that there are certain folks, mind you, the story that she was talking about um, is an, uh, is in an area that is predominantly African-American. I have worked or covered that particular store before. Um, don't get me wrong. Like education is not, uh, it's not the best there in that area, in that particular area, but that's not to their, that's not to the, that's not the fault of the candidates, you dumb bitch. If anything, I would think you would be writing your fucking red state Republican senators and governors and fucking local councilmen to step up the fucking uh, education in that, in that area and the, the socioeconomic 
status in that area if that's the fucking case however that's not what you that's not what you're thinking you're just looking at it and as as, as that that there are you know the people in that area are poor uneducated and they don't deserve a fucking job well i just it hurts me to my heart because this is the person that literally screens the applications that literally screens the uh, resumes and says yay or nay. And yet this is the fucking attitude that she has. So with that being said, this is the reason why I'm really trying to get my foot in the door in leadership and HR because this is, this is completely unacceptable for an HR professional, someone who is supposed to be looking out for people. Well, you know what? I understand that we're not looking out for people. I understand that as an HR professional, I understand that really HR is there to protect the interests of the company and not the associates and the fucking, uh, candidates. However, Someone has to say, like, someone, how do we know that, that her mindset has not affected who the fuck gets through, especially in some of the upper echelon, um, you know, departments, you know, district manager, department supervisor, you know, X, Y, Z. How do we know? Oh my God. It's just, I have questions. And that, that's really my whine about it segment today. I, I don't even have the energy to fucking yell. All I know is that statement hurt me to my heart because I know that there are so many people who are undereducated, who, you know, they're just trying to make a living for their families. They're just trying to get health insurance. They're just trying to take care of, their, take care of themselves and leave, live a decent life and the last thing that they need is someone talking about them, talking about they don't deserve to have a job. Fucking wow. How dare you? How fucking dare you? With that being said, I'm tired. Okay. Of fucking people. And, and you know what? And, and, you know, and I don't like to take it to race, but white women, y'all got to get y'all people. Okay. So this is what I'm going to say. So I had to deal with her. And then there was another one who I had to deal with on a day. I don't want, well, I don't deal with her on a daily basis, but I deal with her sort of. So we have a new district manager, you know, a new daddy. <laughs> um, so, you know, me being me, I'm like, okay, as soon as I know that we have a district manager, I'm trying to get the picture up. I'm trying to put him up on the board. I'm trying to do what I have to do. Well, he comes in, he sees, you know, the fact that I'm on top of things and, you know, wants to, he's like, oh, this is great. Go ahead and just, you know what? I'm not even going to take another picture. That, that one's fine. Go ahead and, and send it out to the rest of the people within the district and, you know, put it up there. Now I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling a little cunty because, you know, my idea was awesome. So, <laughs> so uh, I send it out to the rest of the, the people. And of course, someone gives me, she, it's not what she said is how she said. She's like, email it to me. 
mind you, I put this in the Microsoft Teams. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not fucking emailing it to you. It's in the Microsoft Teams. Like it's it downloaded. It's like very simple. This is administration, you know, 101. Like this is very simple, girl. Like, what are you talking about? Well, I don't know how to, I'm like, okay, well, since you don't know how to do it, I'm going to send you instructions because what I won't be doing is acting like I'm your fucking secretary. Okay. So ended up sending her instructions on how to download and resize a fucking picture because I, what I tell you what I won't be doing, what I won't be doing is somebody else's fucking job. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. So you know, I'm just tired of the of the mediocrity. It's the it's the fragility and the me- mediocrity for me. Okay, so with that being said, I'm just gonna go ahead and um, I'm gonna shut up before I say something that's gonna get me in trouble. Because listen, I could go on and on and on for days, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> So, you know, with that being said, let's go ahead and wrap up the show. All right. We have made it to the end of the show. Oh, my God. With the new sound system, we are still working. We're still working on it. (laughs) Bear with us. Shout out to Bone Thugs and Harmony. I love y'all. I don't know where y'all were when this album came out, but I was in high school. Well, no, no. I was in junior high, in fact. Now that I think about it, but I had everything. I I couldn't understand the words, but I had the sounds memorized. Hello. <laughs> hey. Listen, mumble rap, pay your respects, okay? If it weren't for these niggas, Twister, do or die. Listen, y'all wouldn't exist. Let's let's be clear. Pay respects to your forefathers. <laughs> mm. Hey, listen. It's a lot of shit going on out here in these streets. Be kind to each other. Love each other. Support each other. I mean, I'm just asking. <laughs> Asking for a friend, bitch. <laughs> Listen. But don't let him. Hey, keep your head up. Hey, with that being said, hey, listen, y'all know the questions. If it's not bringing value to someone's life, then why are we doing it? And if we're not adding value to someone's life, then why are we there? They like to get took so quick. I know this is a very, this is a crazy ass contrast. <laughs> hey, this is what I grew up on. I don't know what to say. <laughs> this is my shit right here. I ain't even gonna hold you. I might turn this bitch up and just shut up. Ah! You like bone to say hi. I've never been high, but whatever. Thanks for life. <laughs> hey, I'm about to get out of here, y'all. I ain't even gonna hold you. This my this my jam right here, though. Art of War. I connected with this album in a real way when I was a kid. <laughs> hey, we'll be back next Sunday, y'all. 
until then, be good to each other. Love each other. Come back and see you next week, you hear? <laughs>